Hi, this is Michael from Beyond the Ropes. This is episode 13 of our BTR Introducing series. I'm joined today by heavyweight prospect Jonathan. Uh, we're going to go straight in with our quick fire questions that we ask all of our guys, uh, and then we'll, we'll crack on and see where we end up there, Jonathan. Perfect, Michael. Perfect. Hello, hello. <laughs> okay, uh, your full name, please. My name is Jonathan Polato. Jonathan Warrior Polato. That's how I'm training and that's how I, bring, I aim to bring to the heavyweight division. But my full name is Jonathan Polato. Uh, and your age? Uh, just turned 30 in November. Uh, your weight class? I'm heavyweight category. I'm in the heavyweight. And your current record? Um, 2 and 0. I'm stopped one and beat by the double one. Um, your nickname. I think there's a couple of these already, isn't there? Yeah, there's a couple. So they, Don Charles saw me, we trained, and he's like, yeah, you remind me of Dancing Destroyer, but a better version, which is obviously Herbie Hyde. Yep. Um, so he dubbed, dubbed me the Dancing Destroyer. And Warrior, I guess, is the, it's my work ethic and the way I train. I train very diligently, seriously. So, yeah, Dancing Destroyer and Warrior, you can know me by Okay. Uh, well, the next question is style, but if you've already been dubbed the Dancing Destroyer, then um, I guess we can kind of take it that that's, that is the style you, you come to the ring with then. Yeah, fast on my feet, fast on my hands, quick reflexes. So, yeah, that is my style. Yeah, fast feet, fast hands, quick reflex releases and, and counter punching. You know? I punch okay. well with both hands. So, yeah. Sure. And um, who is your favourite fighter, past or present? Past or present favorite fighter, I have to say Ali Muhammad Ali. Okay. Um, so I mean yourself, you're a very decorated amateur, uh, Harringay box champion, London ABA champ, uh, ABA novice champ as well. Um, yeah, what was the kind of motivation for for turning over now then? Uh, I guess it was the right time. Um, I felt like I achieved what I could as an amateur, or like a goal, and obviously. Amateur is where you learn your craft, isn't it? You find your seat, and once you find your seat, obviously, you take flight. So I felt like, you know, I've learned what I need to learn, and it's time to proceed into the professional ranks and, you know, test myself against the professionals. Sure. And uh, what changes have you kind of gone through, not, not so much gone through yourself, what changes have you noticed in the differences between the amateurs and the and the pro ranks? Um, it's very different, amateurs and pro ranks, in the sense of, yeah, it's more focused around you. Even though there's so many um, heavyweights as pros or any 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 weight categories, there's so many pros in general. But it's still a very it's more individual. Whereas in amateur, it's like a club thing. So there's a, there's ten twenty of you in a club, and the coaches change you in a group. Whereas as in the professionals, they train specifically to suit your style and to bring out the best of you individually. So the training regime, you train more diligently, you train more times a day, and you live it more. It's more full time. Whereas as an amateur, you might be going, you might be studying, working, but as a pro, you aim to be as full time as you can be. Obviously, some people have different situations, but it's more full time and it's more based on you. It all comes down to you, how you perform on the night, how how much you put in, how much you get out. Even that's still the same in amateurs, but it just it means more in the pros because it's, it's a paid paid thing now, so it's your life. You know what I mean? I do. So, um, are you a full time pro yourself then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been fortunate to be in a position where I can be a full-time pro, yeah. Okay, and you mentioned that you um, have been working with Don Charles obviously since the start of your career. How did that, how did that come about? Because obviously he's a very well-respected, well-known trainer. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I was quite fortunate actually. So basically, I had um, I still, we still, still a good friend of mine. I was from the amateurs of one of the coaches called um Terry. Terry, I always get his surname so wrong. He Terry Chapman, Chapman Dama, I think it is. Terry Chapman Dama. Yeah, that's that's clear. Yep. And, and um, he obviously, well, we got double jab together because I finished off that double jab before I went to the girls at amateur. And um, he always liked my style, liked what I was doing, and. We, we, he kind of mentored me through the amateurs. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. And he said, oh, I hope you when it's time to come for a direction the right way. Um, I was at my girls for a bit, training there. Um, things were going all right. And Terry was like, okay, now you're ready to come pro. We need to try and get your decent trainer that will lead you in the right way. So I'm coming to see Don Charles. And I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah. So I thought, okay, great. So we literally called Don and Terry just said, yeah, I'm coming down as one of my heavyweights from the amateurs. Let me have a look at him. And that's literally how it happened. We literally drove down on the day, met Don. Don said, yeah, I know you. I've seen you in amateurs. I like your style. We'll do a trial and see how you get on. And um, gave him a trial. And he liked what I was about. And I liked what he was about. And we just clicked from there. and went from there. And obviously, Don himself is, is no, uh, no secret how much he loves the heavyweights and, and how you guys uh, are in the ring. So... Yeah, he's a heavyweight specialist. He's a heavyweight specialist. Obviously, there's a lot of other top heavyweights that he has around him. Is, has that been, uh, obviously, it's been a good experience for yourself, but how have you found that adjustment to be working with such top-level boxers? It's been, it's been excellent. Um, I remember when I, that was the first week or two we trained and I was sparring and um, the likes of David Chizoro. Um, uh, I didn't get to spar Tom, but I was working with him and the rest of them, and I was like, you know what, this... This is me. So I, I guess when you get put in the deep end, you either swim, um, you either swim or drown. You either realize this is for you or it's not for you. So I wouldn't call it deep end as such because I felt comfortable when I was there. I was like, okay, this is for me. The sparring was right. I held my own wall. Uh, people were impressed by the sparring and I realized, yeah, this is what I meant to do. So no, it was great. It was great. Um, so, I mean, you're also, uh, you signed a deal with Steve Goodwin at, uh, your, for your professional debut. Um, how, have you, how have you found uh, working with Steve? Obviously, everyone speaks very highly of him whenever we speak to them. Yeah, excellent. Excellent um, manager. Um, Understanding, understands the, the sport. He sits you down. It's not just a manager that he sits you down and talks you through how it works. So I didn't understand, obviously, how the pro works, how the manager works. And when I signed my deal, briefly explained how it is, what it is, what you can expect. And it's been, as he has said, and he's delivered, as he has said. Well, Steve, no, Steve is a really good manager. That, I, I can't doubt. I can't fault. He's a very good manager. Um, of the, uh, the current crop of British heavyweights, obviously, you, you're aiming to get in and amongst that, I would imagine, fairly, fairly soonish. What, who, who do you um, kind of look up to in the, in the British heavyweight scene at the minute? Current, currently active, yeah? Yeah. Uh, currently active in the British... Look up to use a strong word, but who do I like like and yeah. respect what they're about, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not really like idolise or anything, but yeah, who do you kind yeah. of... Um, Joshua, first and foremost, I'm like, to, to be a heavyweight or anyway and say you don't respect what Joshua's about, you're just you're basically a hater, you're just being jealous. He's done extremely well, as we can all see. Um, he holds himself well in the ring and outside the ring. He composes himself well in the ring and outside the ring. He, he talks and conducts himself in a way that nobody can fool or dislike. So I'll, first and foremost, I'll say Joshua um, as a person, as what he's achieved and what he's going to continue to do because he's got his mind right. So definitely him. 
And then, um, sorry, I'll continue. No, sorry. And then I was gonna say so. And uh, for the guys in your gym, see, there's a guy, there's guys that have been around the scene for a long time. have achieved a lot, like like you said, Derek Chisora, Tom Little. They've been around. They fought the people that are there to fight. Um, which of these guys do you, is is probably been the most beneficial to have around you at the minute? Um, Tom. I spoke more with Tom. Tom's given me more advice. I spoke more with him. Sat down with him more. I mean, Derek's there. It's good to have him around because obviously, like you said, then he's fought. He's been put in front of him when he's done well for himself. Yeah. But I Sorry, it broke up a little bit there. I couldn't, I couldn't quite get that last time. Oh, sorry. I said, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm a very honest guy. I say how it is. So, who's been more beneficial to have around? Um, I spoke more with Tom. David's giving me advice at times as well, time to time, um, to keep your head down, but. I've kind of spoke more with Tom where he's called me outside the gym hours because um, obviously he's a bit, he's, a few, he's more fights ahead of me. Yeah. That, um, so he's told me what it's like, what to expect and how the game works. Yeah, we've spoken to Tom at length quite a few times and he's he's a very genuine, honest guy and it yeah. seems that he'll, he'll go out of his way to help people at, at exactly. any time, really. Exactly. Um, okay, so I mean, you've been a pro for six months now. What are your, you, you've got a fight coming up this weekend, but all being well, what is your kind of short-term aim like twenty for for the 2019? 2019. Um, so, I've got a fight, obviously, in two days on Saturday, so for December. Um, so, that'll be fight number three. If we can get another fight in by the end of the year, that'll be excellent, but I don't think there will be another soon. But it's not looking likely. And then we've got the new year, or we're off to like February, March. Yeah. And we're focusing on the new year. Get another two, three fights in the first quarter yeah and then hopefully go for okay brilliant so yeah so that's you're you're really looking at, at moving quite, quite quickly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for us for guessing quite quickly challenge for a title challenge people that are like around around where i'm at in the heavyweights or just just above me do you know what i mean so obviously climb, it's a ladder in it but it's a ladder you have to climb yeah. the way up so to challenge whoever's just just in front of me, um, overcome overcome that, and then work our way up. Yeah, I mean, excellent. So, I mean, as I said, six months of pro. Have those six months have they been all that you've expected, or have you had any kind of you know unexpected pitfalls already? Uh, it's been how I expected. Um, yeah, it's been how I expected. To be fair. To be fair, I, I, I in my head kind of thought it would be quicker. I thought I would be on maybe like eight points right now. But that's just, that's just me being overly eager because that's not how it works. I've learned that professional boxing is a process. Yep. Things don't always happen how you imagine as, as soon as you think. But if you're diligent and focused enough, they will eventually happen. But you've got to learn to be patient and to understand that there's twists and turns and things come up, obstacles come up, you have to overcome. But you've got to just, like I said, now. But you're hearing me say diligent a lot because that just covers working hard, being focused. So yeah, you've got to stay diligent. Yeah, and like you said, it's all it's all experience. Obviously, you've got a, a wealth of experience around you in your in your gym, in your camp, in your yeah. That's what I'm fortunate. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, away from the ring yourself, are you much of a boxing fan? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I love boxing. I love boxing. Oh, brilliant! So obviously, there's a there's a huge fight coming up this weekend. That, uh, Two weeks on, on. That's right. It's on the tips of everybody's tongue at the minute. What are your as, as a fan, you know what? A couple months ago, I'll just be like, Wilder, Wilder, no, he's too powerful. But 
if I, if I talk to you as an intellectual boxer and put aside, oh, he's a big puncher, this, that, Tyson Fury is not a person you can ever write off. His self-belief is so great. It's astonishing. And it's not just his self-belief, it's the way he carries himself, like the way he would train, the way he would... He started off... If, if you've noticed, yeah, when they started off the press conferences and they talked about the fight with Wilder, he's like, he's a nice guy that was friends. And he let Wilder get comfortable. And then in the last six weeks, he kind of just switched it. I remember the interview where he said, I came in there thinking that we're the same type of people. Believing in God, but you believe in other forces. You've lost already. Yeah. That's when, yeah, that's when the the whole energy turned, and they became more rivals. And that's what he does. It makes you feel comfortable, and you get under your skin. And whether we like to admit it or not, the way through it is he will get in your head. Whether you think a strong man or not, he's really good at that. And not only is he good at that, he's good at analyzing and knowing how to break down his opponents. He's tall, so he takes away um the reach advantage that Wilder has had on most of his opponents. He's agile, he's elusive. So I'd say Wilder, I'm tipping towards Wilder. I'm in towards Fury. Obviously, Wilder's just got that incredible punching power. Yeah, that game-catching power. Yeah, yeah. and we all know in heavyweight, one punch can change it all. That's what they say. (laughs) And Wilder's got that one punch. He's got four in one. Yeah, it's that really primitive urge as, as boxing fans where we all know and that's why we watch the heavyweights. That it's just exactly. that one shot that can just end a fight. That yeah, exactly. not that you don't see that at the lower weights, but everybody likes to see the big guys in there slugging it out. So yeah, there was one fight I saw Wilder who's fighting. I think the guy's name's Artillo. Artur Spitzka. That's Spitzka. That's the one. Yeah. Spitz- and Spitzka was doing all right for ten rounds, was getting away, and then Wilder just literally turned his lights off, caught him with that one right hand and. And then he that was like with oxygen, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and he was looking all right. He wasn't, I don't know if he was winning. I wouldn't say he was winning, but he was surviving, looking like his chin looked like iron. He got hit with a few shots. He like, took on the chin. And I thought, okay. And then, bam. So, what is dangerous. Fury's a nuisance. I hope Fury's fit. Obviously, if it was the Fury that fought Klitschko, where he was fit, more fitter, more agile, he'd obviously have a better chance. But I hope he's come back fitter. He's claiming that he's fit than he was then. So, that can help because three minutes does go quick. It can depend on, on your fitness. If you're fit, three minutes feels like half a minute. If you're unfit, three minutes feels like five minutes. Yeah. So if the fuel is really fit enough, you can just take it round at a time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Well, it's been great catching up with you. Um, I feel like we've actually we've got quite a bit of information about about yourself, about how you conduct yourself, and it's it's been really interesting speaking to you. Um, we'll be at the show on Saturday, so I hope to catch up with you there as well, and we, we wish you the, the best of luck, and we'll definitely continue to progress, sorry, continue to track your progress as you as you make your way in the pro ranks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Michael. That was nice to you can see that also. Okay. This is my first phone interview, so great to be fair. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I hope we can, get, we can give you a little bit of experience as well then. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. All right, brilliant. Well, you take care and enjoy the rest of your day. All right, you have a good weekend. Thanks, guys.